But Mark, Mark Manson also says that wanting positive experience is a negative experience. Accepting negative experience is a positive experience. And fighting a negative experience makes you suffer twice. And we talk about this with the two darts. Okay. And what does this mean? So have you ever been in a situation where you're like, oh, I want this to be so good. And actually this is re relevant to, to me because I think I said this um, maybe last week that my wife has brought to my attention that most of the times when I trade really bad, it's when we've got something on and I want to have a good trading session so that I can make the whole day really, really good. And then that need or desire for wanting that trading session to be good usually means that I end up fucking it up <laughs> and I end up having a horrible day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a lovely Friday episode of Success Shift. Um, it's episode 102. And like I said, I'm very proud to have come this far with everything. Um, today, as I said, it's Friday. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Um, so happy Friday to all. I know lots of us traders sometimes don't like Fridays because it's the end of our trading week. Um, but I've said this before, and the energy that comes through to the weekend, especially when the sun starts to come out for the start of the start of the uh, summer, um, is lovely. And so, my vibrations are high. I'm feeling great. You know, really happy and proud of the success that we've had throughout this show and um, the direction and upcoming things that we have on the table here, which is all things exciting. Lots of work, but very very exciting. So, chucky gratitude into the chats. For today and also maybe chuck in something that, that's memorable for you that happened this week maybe something you're proud of or maybe something that you um that you saw happen i mean for me the biggest thing this week was obviously i became an uncle very happy and very proud of that was looking at all the photos and um chatting to my sister and my new nephew uh, quite a lot this morning so very very excited um family has always been a massive thing for me and my family is growing which i love so chuck the gratitude in the chat. We've got grateful for an upcoming weekend of family, friends, laughs, and learning. Yes, my friend, actually, one of my best mates, housemate, twice. Uh, he's moved to Belgium, and he's coming this weekend. So I've got a, a weekend full of catching up with old friends as well, which I'm very excited for. Grateful it's Friday and grateful to notice a shift in my way of being. Lovely. I love it when you have those sort of shifts or those aha moments or those moments where you're like, yes, things are changing. I am moving forward. Sometimes they become few and far between, but when they do come, they're lovely. Grateful to the universe for all it gives and the people it places in my path. Amazing. 
really good to find gratitude for the people you're around. Um, you know, we do talk a lot in this, this show about the environment we're in and creating the environment for success. And one of the biggest aspects of your environment is the people that are in it and the people you hang around with. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you are the sum of the five people you hang around with the most. And so it's important to be grateful for those who give you positive energy and fill you up with energy and be aware of those who drain your energy and um, make sure that you're spending your time wisely and not giving it too much to those who drain, but are providing yourself with the um, with the company of those who provide you with energy. So finding gratitude for those who are around you, finding gratitude for those who pump you up, um, I think is a really good way to start your day. Now, this week we have been talking all about being present, being present in the present moment. Um, we talk, spoke a little bit about visualization yesterday and being present in both the far, past and the future um, and how important visualization is. And I wanted to kind of bring up a point a little bit more in depth as when we visualize, a lot of people sort of say, okay, imagine the clothes you're wearing and the, the holding the thing in your hand. And it's a bit of a process, like a step-by-step. It seems a bit, um, I don't know how to explain this, but it seems a bit forced in a way. And I want to kind of bring back some of the key points for me when I do visualization. And that is really allowing the senses provide emotion. And so when you do your visualization, whatever it is for, um, it is really, really is important to use all your senses, not just try to actually see it in, in your mind or whatever it is that you're doing, but try to be at peace and try to see if you can hear certain sounds or smell certain smells or even taste certain tastes. You know, it's the more in depth you can get with all your senses, the more the emotions will be brought up and the emotions that you attach to those future moments um, are really what give you the drive and the passion to make them come to fruition. Now, when yesterday I said, you know, we can't hold on to the emotions. So when we go visualizing, we maybe make ourselves full of happy and enlightenment and joy. And then we come back. I want to be clear that it's not letting go of that, but it's also not feeling like, oh, I need to be there. or I want to be there now or having that desire and being frustrated in the present moment that you're not in that in that future place. So when we do visualization, building that emotion is really important. Then when you come back, next time you visualize, the more you do this, the more that same emotion comes up, the more realistic it's going to become in the future. And the more we can keep doing this practice over and over again, and then reliving that happy emotion um, from the visualization enough so that we can actually feel it within us so that we can make it happen in, in reality. And this is something to me that's been quite impactful for me achieving some of the things that I've achieved so far. And I think I just wanted to clear some of that up just in case it sounded a bit like um, I was saying not to not to bring emotion to visualization, which to me is one of the key aspects. Anyway, um, moving on today, I want to talk a little bit about this thing called the backwards law. And this is still relative to um, to this idea of being present. But it comes down to when we really want something, sometimes when we try so hard for something, that very effort is a thing that's making us not achieve it. Um, it's a really weird concept called the backwards law. Um, Alan Watts talks a lot about it. I believe it's originally from Lao Tzu, um, a Stoic, a, a Tao, sorry, um, philosopher. Um, and he talks, yeah, about how when we really, really want something and we have consequences related to the outcome, that fear from the consequences 
can be the exact thing that's holding us back from achieving these goals or these achievements. And I think this is very true in trading. And I need to really realize this when in the moment for me, when I'm trading, that sometimes when we want to win so badly, we make the foolish mistakes that make, that is the thing that's making us make the foolish mistakes that make us lose trades. When we want X amount of dollars so badly, then we put that pressure on us and we make the foolish mistakes or we try to manipulate our trading plan because we feel like, oh, if I can just do this, then I'll be closer to achieving this goal. And in doing so, that manipulation, those small changes, those small deviations from your trading plan, as we know, the very reason that we end up making mistakes, which bring out emotions that are negative, which make more mistakes, which starts a snowball. And I'm sure you've been in this situation, possibly even blown accounts, felt really bad, then gone on the next day and taking that emotion into the next day. And it can really, really spitball. And it all comes from the smallest thing. It often comes from wanting something so bad that you do something slightly different because you feel like you're getting ahead. And what that does is actually puts you back really, really far. And this kind of um, snowballs very quickly. So the idea here is that we want to try and understand that when we're in the present moment, and I spoke about this uh, yesterday or on Tuesday, when we're in the present moment, just trading for fun, when there's no consequence attached to your trading, how often do you make a great trade? And not only that, but make the great trade and then manage that trade really, really well. It happens a lot. But as soon as we start to put um, consequence into the behaviors, we start to overthink. We start to become cloudy. You know, our worry outweighs our skill and this creates bad performance. Now, when you become a master at something, you learn to reduce that worry and you can produce and you can perform your skills at peak peak levels under all sorts of conditions. Now, I've spoken about Kung Fu trading in the past, which I really, really like, but there's also a term that comes from the same kind of concept. It's called Wu Wei, I believe. And don't force anything. And this can be seen, you know, in and I speak about these analogies quite a bit in martial arts. You don't want to force anything. You just move, flow, you're very calm. And then just at the right time, when it's needed, you put in a bit of effort, you put your tent, you tense your muscles and you, you make the attack. The same kind of thing when we're trading, when we're forcing everything like, oh, like there has been times when I've been on the charts and I'm like, what about this candle? How about this? This is engulfing. Maybe this could happen. And you're kind of jumping at everything and just wanting a trade to present itself so badly that everything looks like it's possible. And every little thing that paints inflicts some form of emotion. And you can feel yourself just like jumping at every little bit tense. And when I was trading like that, I could honestly close my computer and like, oh, have a sigh of relief because I was so tense during those moments. I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need this. I need to get this trade so that I can have this amount of money or I need trading to work so I can pay my bills. This kind of needing so hard was the exact thing that was making me not trade well. And over time that has started to change. And I still find that the times I'm trading bad is when I need it to work or I feel like I need this trade to pay out or I really need this to not be another loss. This needing is causing emotions which create the, the changes. And this is why a prop firm challenge can be so hard because it um, it takes us away from that infinite gameplay. It puts some consequences on our behaviors. It gives us a worry that overclouds our skill and our judgment. And so therefore, we don't have that clarity. We don't have that calmness. We start to lose our present moment focus and we actually start to have angst about the future or depression about the past from our previous trades. 
Now, if we can start to acknowledge this, and I talk a lot about pattern recognition, pattern interruption. If you can recognize when you're trading in angst from the future or when you're trading in depression from the past and stop that with some kind of pattern interruption, um, I think this is really going to help us bring us back. So this is kind of like mindfulness training. When you ever do, do meditation, um, simple mindfulness meditation, you want calmness in your brain and you just want to think about nothing but your breath. And as soon as your mind starts to wander and you realize this, what you do is you acknowledge it, you bring it back and you start to start again, focusing on your breath. I think we can use this same kind of concept in trading where if we're looking at the charts and it's just like, okay, you know, this is what the charts are doing. Great. This candle closed. Does it match my trading plan? No. Okay. doesn't matter. Or when we're going, oh, I need this to do this so that way I can get a trade and you start to live in the future. Then you need to bring yourself back, find that pattern interruption and center yourself back to, okay, we need to be calm, be present and not try to force anything um, with our trading. Does that make sense to people? Check some ones in the chat if this is kind of ringing a bell in the concept. And if you felt that way when you're trading as well, if you felt that tense, I need this to work. I need this to happen. <laughs> one, 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 one. Yeah. So I'm definitely not alone in this. And I think a lot of traders can relate to that um, desire. And sometimes we get to a point in trading. And this is why I think a lot of traders quit is they, they see trading as an alternative to their situation. And they kind of go all in and like, I'm going to make this work so I can quit doing this. Unfortunately, when it doesn't work straight away, then like, ah, this, this is bullshit. I'm not coming back to it. What some other people do is they go all in and then they need it to work so bad that that's the very thing that's stopping, the, stopping it from working. So this is one of my mistakes is I jumped into it full, full on and I started to create bad habits and I needed it to work really, really um, badly. And I wanted it and I was just clutching at everything basically. And this created these bad habits and this created this uh, these negative emotions within trading and some of these things that I'm now having to work back on and try to weed out of my situation. And so to any new traders, I would say, you know, do this with all your passion and all your desire, but do it with a safety net still in place in the sense of do it with a bit of income coming in or do it with a casual job. You know, when I was studying, I would have a casual job, which would keep me afloat and keep me, um, you know, with beers on the table and living the fun life. So I could actually spend the time studying, not stress. Same kind of thing goes here. It's a process. It takes a while. Spend the time studying and getting all the skills down. Don't, don't put yourself in a situation where you need this to work out in a short period of time, because that exact pressure that you put on yourself is most likely going to be the thing that makes you struggle. Now, of course, everyone's different. I'm not going to say that this works for everyone and this is the same situation. Some people love pressure. Some people get put under pressure and that's where they thrive. Others, not so much. And you have to learn yourself. And I always say this, all the information that I share on this podcast and in mindset course and everything that I teach, it's very generic in the sense that every single person is different. I say this multiple times. We are the makeup of all of our past experiences and the emotions we hold to those experiences. And so for that reason, learning certain aspects is going to be different for everyone. And you need to take in what works for you and ignore what doesn't. Like I said, we're all different. And so understanding yourself is the key aspect of this. And this is why trading is such a hard thing to teach because mindset in trading is 
the number one thing that makes or breaks a trader. And how do you teach someone mindset when you don't know their entire past history? You really can't. All you can do is provide them with a bunch of options and solutions and choices and situations that have helped others and allow them to figure out for themselves what actually helps them and what they need. So going back to this backwards, um, this backwards law. So to try and understand this concept, Alan Watts has a very good theory uh, quote on this when he says, when you try to stay on the surface of the water, you sink. When you try to sink, you float. Now, if you've ever laid in a pool, um, you may understand this concept a little bit or if you've been out in the ocean. But Mark Manson also says that wanting positive experience is a negative experience. Accepting negative experience is a positive experience. And fighting a negative experience makes you suffer twice. And we talk about this with the two darts, okay? And what does this mean? So have you ever been in a situation where you're like, oh, I want this to be so good. And actually this is relevant to to me because I think I said this um, maybe last week that my wife has brought to my attention that most of the times when I trade really bad, it's when we've got something on and I want to have a good trading session so that I can make the whole day really, really good. And then that need or desire for wanting that trading session to be good usually means that I end up fucking it up <laughs> and I end up having a horrible day. And um, I heard what, well, actually, I think Amy was the person who told me this, that when she's got something on afterwards, you need to be more careful on your trading session, not because of what's on afterwards affecting your trading session, but, and this is relative to me, but how, if I have a bad session, how that's going to affect what's on afterwards. And so the event or whatever it is in the day Often we say don't trade when you've got things that are t- occupying your mind because it affects your trading. But how does trading affect the rest of your day when you've got something else on, right? Yes, I don't trade on birthdays. See, there you go. I've noticed, and it's been brought to my attention by my lovely wife, that it's not so much about um, you know, how... Well, it works both ways is what I'm trying to say. So it's not so much about how the event affects my trading, but also how my trading affects how I am in the event. And if you can't separate those, then obviously there's still an emotional baggage thing that you need to work on and you need to kind of work through that. But this desire of mine to make trading sessions before or after, you know, a holiday or before or after a birthday or a a weekend plan, pretty much 90% of those ones are always my horrible days trading. And it's because I have this internal desire that's so strong that I want this positive experience and I want it so bad. And then I create this um, consequence base to my, to my trading. And this creates worry and this creates stress. And this often creates foolish errors, small deviations from my trading plan. And of course uh, a horrible session, but then on the contrary, a negative experience is a positive experience. Now, how does this make sense? Or like, how can it, how can you give examples here? Going after negatives, achieve positives. So going to the gym for most people, um, unless you're a gym junkie, sounds like a negative experience. Like, oh, I got to get up. I got to go do effort. I got to go put energy in to something that's going to take work. But what happens after that? You've usually got improved energy. It's better for your health. It grows your muscles. Like the long term, it's much, much better. Same with the difficult discussions. Difficult discussions between relationships are the ones you have with someone that you really have a good relationship and they grow relationships. Have you ever had a friend that you're not getting along with and you either try, try to ignore it, push it under the rug and it just kind of grows and then eventually you're like, ah, fuck that friend, I don't really care. 
compared to the other friend where it's kind of there and you go, I'm just going to pull this out. I'm going to have this hard conversation. We're just going to get through it. And then usually after that, your relationship's stronger. You guys get on much better and your relationship grows, right? Same thing with business failures. When you have a failure, you learn from it. You get, you gain experience and you learn a lesson. Same with trading. When you go into trading and you take these less losses or these lessons and you can learn from it, this is actually growing you. It's a negative experience that creates a positive because for me, some of my biggest lessons have come from some of my biggest losses. And I've learned the most kind of when I'm hurting the most because the negative experience is a positive experience. Okay. And this is what the backward law, law is all about. And, you know, I'm sure you've met those people who they want everything to be perfect and they've got this plan for everything. And then it doesn't work out and they're upset about it or disappointed. And it just seems that they're disappointed about everything because what they've got in their mind just doesn't um, correlate to reality. And so a lot of the time it's like, we've just had typical like 16 year old brat American movie where they've got everything and everyone and all the presents and stuff, but they're still having a shitty time because they didn't have their one thing. Okay. This is that needing for a positive experience becoming a negative experience and vice versa. Okay. It's like this concept of, if I was to tell you, don't think of a pink elephant. Of course, now all you're doing is thinking of a pink elephant. The brain can't comprehend the difference between negatives. And so same when you're snowboarding, don't hit the tree. What do you do? You end up staring at the tree. And then most of the time you hit it. Don't think of a pink elephant. Now for the rest of the day, you're probably going to be thinking of a pink elephant. You'll be sitting there trading and going, why am I thinking of a damn pink elephant? Thank you, Jay. Okay. These concepts of trying not to do something is much worse than your ability to kind of just go with the flow, be present and not desire something to such an extent. Again, when you're snowboarding, don't hit the tree. You're looking at the tree, you're thinking in the future tense, and you're going anticipating anxiousness because you may have that happen. And most of the time when you stay in that thought pattern, you end up hitting the tree. But when you're just present and you're like, oh, look at that, I'm not, not hitting anything. And right now I'm not hitting anything. And I'm still not hitting anything. And it just stays that way. Because this is when you're present compared to when you're living in, like, a, what was the quote? If you're living in anxious, if you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're depressed, you're living in the past. And if you are at peace, you're living in the present. So I really wanted to try and use this backwards law to kind of wrap up a little bit about our um, uh, the concept of being present in the moment and how that can affect a lot of things in our life. Um, and this relates to the flow state as well. You know, the, the flow state, as soon as you start thinking about the flow state and being in it and wanting to stay in the flow state, you get out of the flow state. So this backwards lot, it's, yeah, that oddly makes sense. I know it's really upside down and it's, it's a really hard thing to wrap your head around. But I think once you can grasp a concept of this, you can start to bring your attention to those times where you're needing and wanting something so bad and go, hang on the backwards law. Let's let go of some of this. Let's not try so hard to make this happen and just be and see what happens. Again, when you trust your skill, when you trust your ability and you trust yourself, and just allow your skill without worry, without overthinking to take over, more often than not, you'll find that you have the ability you didn't realize you had. But often that's clouded by worry, angst, um, depression, whatever other negative emotions um, come with not achieving something at the rate that you really, really think you need to achieve it. Okay? So I hope that made a bit of sense to wrap up on a Friday, just to spend your weekend going back and forth 
get you a bit upside down in your thought patterns. Um, I'm going to leave you with this last quote from Alan Watts, which I really love. And he says, the Godhead is never an object of its own knowledge. Just as a knife doesn't cut itself, fire doesn't burn itself, light doesn't illuminate itself. Often we don't realize our own ability when we are the person, right? So take a step back, be present, have a look at everything with a non-needing kind of eye, shall we say, and just allow yourself to be and just trust, trust in your ability and use your recognition, use your pattern interruption. And hopefully this will make trading a lot less stressful and a lot easier and give you the results that we want and make sure that you don't deviate from your trading plan so much. Okay. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much. It's been good to be back for the first week. I must admit having a few weeks off um, left me a little bit nervous and a little bit um, unsure, but we're back, back in action. Episode 102, the uh, interview episode 100 will be coming out this weekend so make sure you jump onto that if you haven't listened to it already go back and listen to episode 100 with Teresa guthrie absolutely love that conversation to our traders go jump on to the trading call um, enjoy your friday enjoy your weekend to the ones listening on the podcast much love and we shall speak to you in the next episode bye